Thank you for downloading Taxpayer Beware. This podcast was created by the California Tax Education Council, a nonprofit organization required by the state of California to basically do one task, and that's to protect you against fraud and help you find a legally qualified tax professional. Now here's your host, Brandon Chanley. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Chanley, chair of the California Tax Education Council, or CTEC for short. CTEC was created by the state to basically do one task, protect taxpayers against fraudulent tax preparers. Anyone who prepares tax returns for you must be either CTEC registered, and if they're not, they must be an attorney, a CPA, or an enrolled agent. So the good news is there are plenty of qualified tax preparers to help you with your taxes, especially in the state of California. The bad news is, unfortunately, scammers are still out there, and they're definitely getting more sophisticated with their tactics. And the unfortunate part right now during the pandemic, some of those scammers even have more time on their hands. So that's what we're here to talk about today for episode two of how to spot tax scams and avoid fraud. Joining us today is Elias Dominguez from the Franchise Tax Board Public Affairs Division. Um, You guys have heard us talk about Franchise Tax Board before. So uh, Elias, thanks for taking some time to talk with, with us today. Hi there, Brandon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned, uh, I, my name is Elias Dominguez. I'm a public information officer too with uh, Franchise Tax Board. So uh, hopefully I can provide you all with just some helpful tips uh, regarding tax fraud for this upcoming tax season. Great. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, you know, something you'll see it in the news and I'm sure our listeners are starting to see it as well. You know, this time of year, there's always these hot buttons of things that you're going to hear in the media, you know, see in the media about, oh, it's tax time, it's tax time. You know, but there's there's definitely a couple big ones that stick out to me and I'm sure to you as well. But refund fraud and identity theft. And th- those are probably the two biggest things that you're going to hear this time of year during tax time since, you know, the IRS just opened on Friday to start accepting returns. And, you know, on February 12th, they opened up. Um, so I, I think those those messages are going to be even amplified even more here in the next few weeks. Is, is that something you feel is accurate? Um, definitely, yeah. So um, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, IRS just started accepting their returns. Uh, we've been accepting returns um, since you know January fourth. So um, yeah, I mean, the complaints that we tend to see the most involve you know a taxpayer. Um, you know, receiving either a letter or uh, maybe even an email asking for their personal information. And, um, you know, and this is either to either release their refund or process their tax return. So, um, you know, while, while many of these complaints, they turn out to actually be legitimate requests from uh, FTB, you know, we always encourage our taxpayers to remain on high alert uh, whenever they receive any sort of request for their uh, personal information. So that's, yeah, that's very interesting that you mentioned that too. And I think, you know, especially when you're dealing with something as as sensitive and important as a tax return, you know, I think anybody can fall into that habit of thinking any message they get from anybody must be important. It must be relevant. Um, you know, we've talked about it before and, and it is a hot button and kind of like I mentioned as well. I mean, some of these scammers may even have more time on their hands right now during this time of the year. Um, could you kind of explain from your side, you know, like how do, how do most of these scams work that you see? Like what are some of the things that, that you've seen or, or heard of happening in the way they happen so we can educate the, uh, the taxpayers listening today on, on what to look out for and how to avoid it? 
Sure. So, yeah, as you mentioned, I mean, uh, these scams are, are basically a form of ID theft. So uh, the scammer, they'll use um, stolen personal identifying information or you might hear PII mentioned. Um, so they'll they'll use things like a social security number, your name, address, um, other pieces of information. Um, and they'll use this to file a tax return in the victim's name. And the scammer will actually have the refund sent to them. So, um, you know, many times the the victim of the scam, they're completely unaware that their information has been um, stolen and the refund has been stolen until we either contact them or until they actually go and, and um, try to file their return. And then they realize, you know, uh, this has happened to them. So, um, you know, the, the scammers, they'll often um, pose as, you know, either a tax official or, um, you know, even the taxpayer's employer, you know, um, they get really creative. So they'll, um, you know, send an email message or make a phone call trying to solicit sensitive information, um, such as a W-2 or just any other personal information they can get their hands on. So, um, and these messages, a lot of times they look completely, you know, legitimate. It looked like a, you know, a company that you might know and trust. Um, so, you know, if you ever get a call or email, um, you know, you got to just ask yourself a few questions. You know, do I have an account with this company? Um, you know, and why would they be contacting you? Um, and who's the person contacting you? So um, if you're not sure about any of these uh, questions and answers, I mean, just it's simple. Just don't engage. Don't respond to the email. Um, and if it's a phone call, uh, simply just just hang up. Um, you know, I have a story. Um, something happened to me, and um, you know, I'm actually I'm a really skeptical person by nature. When I get a phone call, I'm just assuming you know someone's trying to scam me. Um, but I got a totally phone agree. Call. <laughs> I'm the same way. Same way. Yeah. So I got a phone call um, a few months ago. And it was from a utility company or, you know, so I thought, and, you know, they had my, my name, my address, um, you know, uh, you know, information, um, you know, about me. And they let me know that my bill was past due. And in order to continue my service, you know, I needed to make a payment. Um, and actually I, you know, I was looking for my wallet. I was getting ready to make a payment. Um, and then, so the person actually transferred me, transferred me over to someone else, uh, and then I, you know, uh, like a light bulb finally went off and I'm like, hmm, it, you know, sounds kind of fishy because uh, the second person that I talked to didn't sound as professional as the first one, um, luckily enough for me. So, you know, I, I had a second thought. And so I just I hung up, uh, you know, I didn't feel right about it. Um, so, you know, uh, there was the phone number actually showed up on my phone. So, um, you know, thank God for caller ID. So I Googled the phone number and sure enough. Um, that phone number came up linked to a number of other uh, scams. So, um, you know, it really does pay just to do a little bit of due diligence. I mean, don't feel bad about hanging up and, and being rude. Just, um, you know, it takes a couple of seconds for you to just uh, hang up, um, you know, Google the phone number, or if it's an email, uh, Google the number or information that's on that email. And just to make sure that it's uh, in fact linked to either a legitimate FTB number or, you know, you might find out like I did that, you know, it's it's not a legit number and it's linked to a number of other, you know, scams. A good uh, tip, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think in today's age, you know, we're, we're constantly buying more stuff online, shopping online, doing things online, and all that does is expose us. And, and it exposes, you know, our, our information. And, and right now, 
you know, during tax time, these scammers look for this opportunity to be able to file a bunch of tax returns quickly and have it all filtered into their, into their account. So I think exactly what you're saying there, if it, you know, if it walks like a duck and sounds like a duck, it's probably a duck. So it's, there's, there's way to look at it and and make sure that, that you're not getting scammed or, um, you know, to make sure that the company is legit that's reaching out to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, like I said, it just takes a couple of minutes for you to just, um, you know, do a little bit of research. Um, and, you know, it definitely pays off because the, um, you know, the impact to a taxpayer if you get scammed is huge. Uh, I mean, you know, ID theft victims, they can be exposed to credit card abuse, um, you know, stolen government uh, benefits. And, um, you know, like we mentioned, tax refund fraud. So, um, you know, in addition to refund fraud, um, you know, you can uh, also experience uh, delays in, in processing your returns because uh, once you become a victim of fraud, it actually becomes harder for FTB to determine if um, we're dealing with the real taxpayer filing a return or if it's a scammer trying to file, uh, you know, for them. So, um, you know, the real taxpayer, when it comes time to file, they may experience delays in getting their refunds um, because they'll have to go through additional reviews from FTB to make sure that we're actually getting the right amount of money to the right person. So, um, yeah, there's, you know, it's really simple. There's a, a number of things that taxpayers can do, um, you know, to protect themselves. Um, and we always say, you know, the, the strongest defense against ID theft is just to practice safe computing. Um, and, you know, this comes, um, you know, when we're talking about storing sensitive information, um, you know, sharing your information with others. Uh, it could really be as simple as keeping your computer's uh, security software up to date and just being cautious about giving out your, your personal information. Um, so for you, um, you know, or your tax preparer, this, uh, you know, basically means, you know, using a firewall that keeps your computer secure um, and your software um, that automatically updates to protect against viruses. Um, and nowadays, I mean, you know, it's really simple to get this software um, and, you know, firewalls to protect your, your computer against viruses. So um, another simple tip, you know, always use strong passwords um, and even passphrases to protect your, your personal accounts. Um, you know, and, you know, as important as what information you share with others, uh, it's how you share it. So, um, you know, under no circumstances should you ever uh, send either tax return info or any personal information over public networks, uh, such as social media, um, you know, only, only provide data through trusted websites. Um, you know, uh, as you mentioned, um, Brandon, you know, with, you know, internet, it's, it's so easy to share information. And a lot of times people are completely unaware that they're actually sharing personal information over the internet. Um, I, um, you know, one example that I give a lot is sometimes, you know, uh, social media is meant to be fun a lot of times. And you might see those threads that it's like, hey, um, you know, answer these questions and it'll be something fun. Like, you know, where did you honeymoon to? How long have you been with your husband? What's your, um, you know, hun- your your marriage date and just random things like that. Like what's what's your favorite car? And you're annoyingly sharing um, possible passwords to your accounts and just information that hackers may use 
um, you know, to hack your account. So uh, just be wary of things like that on, on social media, um, especially if your social media accounts are public, because scammers will use this information to try to hack your accounts and gain access to your information. Yeah, those are some good tips too. And, you know, something I'd like to add as well, and you, and you hear at this time of the year, IRS even talks about it too, but, you know, it, the quicker you file your tax return and get your, your tax return filed each year, um, you know, could less exposure, right? So, I mean, people are, people are looking, if they're looking for to commit tax fraud or identity theft through tax fraud, I mean, they're going to strike while the iron's hot, which is during tax season. So, I mean, if you can, if you can get in there and get your return filed, especially, you know, using a professional, using, you know, someone that's been through CTEC in the state of California that's registered and understand all the tax laws and understand how to help you out. Um, that could be a real critical piece too. Um, you know, I've even heard of, of some folks that uh, maybe not have to file per se, you know, for, for whatever reason, but they've actually went and filed a tax return just to make sure that no one else is stealing their identity. You know, we, I've, I've heard of scenarios like that in years past where somebody that didn't have to file, you know, went in, filed a tax return and then found out, oh, this, this social security number has already been, been used to file a tax return. And lo and behold, they had, they had been a victim of identity theft, wouldn't even have known it if they didn't do a tax return or didn't file a tax return um, during the tax season. So, you know, there, there's ways to protect yourself and, and you laid out a lot of good ones, but that's, that's also a piece to look out for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, the quicker you file your return, the less time you're giving, um, you know, scammers time to, um, you know, to commit fraud. So yeah, definitely a good tip there. Um, something, yeah, something I wanted to ask you too. So, you know, so we can educate the listeners as well. So from a franchise tax board standpoint, so let's say that, you know, on the FTB side, you guys get a tax return that you say, you know what, we need a little more information or, or we need to find out about this tax return. How would FTB go about contacting the taxpayer? What would that process look like? So, you know, so that way people can know if they do have this scenario that it isn't, you know, possibly a scam, it is maybe legit. What's, what's kind of, how does that process work? Yeah, so uh, if FTB has any questions about your return, um, more times than not, we're going to reach out through postal mail seeking clarification. Uh, we will never email you, so that's very important that you know that. Um, if we do call, uh, which is rare, we'll only do so if we can't reach you uh, by letter. So, you know, if, if you're not sure that the call is legitimate, um, you can always, like I said, hang up. Uh, you can call our 800 number. Um, it's 1-800-852-5711, or you can call the number um, on the form that, that you get. Um, or like I said, just um, you can simply Google the number on the form and, and make sure that, um, that it is connected to FTB. So, you know, um, like we mentioned, if you do get a letter from us, from FTB, uh, just respond as soon as you can. Uh, the sooner that we get our questions answered, you know, the sooner we can process the return and get you a refund. Um, however, you know, if you do receive a bill or a request for payment that looks suspicious, you could simply go to our website at uh, ftb.ca.gov, you know, verify uh, our mailing address on our website. And we actually, uh, we even have samples of the actual letter that we send you so that you can ensure that the notice is legitimate. So, uh, 
you know, taxpayers, um, like I mentioned, you can go to our website uh, to get more information. Uh, we actually have a tax scam page with uh, details on various scams and a link to report them. So again, that's uh, ftb.ca.gov. Oh, that's good. So you can, so you guys update that on a regular basis. Like if there's some kind of different scam that's going on or ones that you've seen. So do you guys update that page on a regular basis? We do. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's, there's always new scams going on and we work, you know, really closely with our um, criminal investigations bureau to um, see, you know, what new scams are out there. So we're definitely um, always updating our website. And, and, and just to, for our listeners as well, and always keep this in mind too. I mean, some people are hesitant to report things like this. Um, we would beg of you, please do that. You know, you're, you, we have ways to keep it to where you'll be anonymous. So you're not going to get in trouble for reporting something that's going on. And even if you think it, think it is, but you're not for sure, just report it up to, you know, FTB or CTEC even just to be sure and, and let us look at it, investigate it, find out what's going on because you, know, you are not only are you protecting yourself, you're going to be protecting others too, because it, you know, these scammers, unfortunately they'll, they'll prey on anybody. They don't, they don't care. They'll go after anybody they can. So the more reports we get of this and we can look into it and see what's going on just helps you and helps the, you know, the tax community. Yes. Uh, that, yeah, that's great advice. I mean, um, I believe the last time I checked the, the number was somewhere between, you know, 68 to 70% of, of taxpayers actually use a, a tax preparer uh, to file their taxes. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, um, tax preparers, they've increasingly become targets for cyber criminals. Um, so, you know, you just have to ask your tax preparer how they protect your, your data, your information. Um, they, they should all have tight policies for how they store um, and delete your files after use. Um, you know, a lot of times, you, you know, you think, oh, only the taxpayer is a victim of, of tax fraud. But no, um, you know, definitely the tax preparers are also uh, targets as well. Yeah. And, you know, this as a taxpayer, I mean, this is, you know, in some cases, this one is this is one of the biggest financial transactions you do all year long. And, you know, it, it is, you know, your your taxpayer is is in charge and they are in charge of protecting your data and making sure your data is safe. And, you know, all the you know the people that are out there that are doing it legitimately, they all have a process in place. So, I think that's a great tip, you know, talk to them about it and say, how, you know, how's my stuff going to be protected? What, what's the things that you do? I think you'll be, you know, most, most that are doing it the right way are going to feel very comfortable telling you how they do that and how they keep you safe. Um, and if, if you don't get that information from your taxpayer or tax preparer and, and they seem to not really know the answer to that question, you know, maybe it's time to look for somebody else. So <laughs> maybe, maybe you need to change your mind on who's going to do your return if that's the scenario. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not just their their job to uh, file your taxes. I mean, it's their job to protect your information. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, don't feel bad about asking your tax preparer, um, you know, how they protect your data. And, um, you know, always make sure your tax preparer has a professional organization affiliation, um, you know, one who can assist you if the IRS or the FTB contacts you for an audit. Uh, of your tax return. Um, that's, that's a good one too. I mean, we've, we've talked about it on some different podcasts, but the word ghost preparer is scary for a reason, <laughs> you know, and those, those ghost preparers are those that are doing a return, not signing it, um, not going through CTEC to get registered, things of that nature. 
Uh, I guarantee they're not affiliated with any professional organization. So if, if the IRS or the FTP comes knocking and they, they have questions, just think in the back of your mind, okay, is my tax preparer going to be able to help me through this situation or, or the group that they're affiliated with, you know, such as a, a CPA group or uh, a society of enrolled agents, things of that nature. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, our, our website um, actually has a list of numbers uh, that you can um, call and check out. Um, you know, if, if you want to check uh, uh, credentials for either a CPA or a tax attorney, uh, we have all those numbers and websites listed on our on our website. So, yeah, great. Yeah. And they're also on ctech.org. You can double check and make sure your preparer has has done the requirements in the state as well. That's good. Yeah, so just some other you know tips, and we've we've talked about it on some other podcasts. But just to kind of remind everybody, I mean, things to look out out for. You know, if, if they're basing their fee on a percentage of your refund amount, that's that's a red flag. There's something going on there. Um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, right? And you know, again, you know, no matter who prepares your tax return, you're legally responsible for the accuracy of that. So always keep that in mind too. You know, if, if you feel uncomfortable with what's being addressed or what's being put on your tax return, just know that that's going to be reviewed and looked at by the IRS, FTB, things like that. And they may have questions for you. So, you know, the, the importance of um, making sure that, that you're choosing, choosing wisely is important. You know, filing early is important. Um, looking out for the things that Elias had mentioned too, to, to keep from, you know, any kind of fraud or, or ID theft or things of that nature from happening. Just be smart about it. And if, if you get a message or get an email that looks funny with some kind of weird attachment, you know, reach out to the person that did your tax return. Say, hey, I just got this. Is this from you? Um, and just be be careful. Be careful when you're out there and use the resources. FTB's website, ctech.org as well, is also a good one. Um, you have anything else that you wanted to add, Elias, before I wrap up here? Um, you know, we, we covered a lot, but yeah, I mean, um, as we mentioned before, you know, tax season is officially open with the IRS and FTB. So um, yeah, it definitely helps to, to file early. Uh, if you have any questions at all, um, don't hesitate to, to give us a call. And, uh, you know, if you're worried about, you know, long wait times, we actually even have a wait times page. So um, we have a number of different ways you can contact us. It's, you know, secure chat, email, phone number, um, and you can uh, check out which is the quickest way to contact us. So, um, yeah, so looking forward to this tax season. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, you can hear more uh, about avoiding scams on episode one, where we chatted with Rebecca Landeros. So she's our enforcement partner over at uh, FTB as well. And she's the one that actually knocks on scammers' doors. So she has a very unique perspective on what to look for when choosing a tax pro. So if you want to check that one out or any of our other podcasts, you can check those out on our website, ctech.org. So that's C-T-E-C dot O-R-G. I appreciate your time, Elias, and uh, for all the listeners, thank you for, thanks for joining us today, and have a great day. Thank you.